you got caught cheating. Like <laughs> what? This is just an old, this is a scenario. Okay. We're just talking. You got caught cheating. You wake up in the morning. Wife has breakfast. She turns around. Bam! Al Green grits in the face. Grits. All right, grits. Uh, what's, what? After your face cools off, like what? What are your thoughts? There's none. <laughs> you don't have any thoughts what because no, just think like nobody. Are you calling the police? <laughs> I'm calling my mama. <laughs> I'm okay. Just, I'm sick. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna be at the hospital. I'm call, probably calling an Uber to the hospital. Uber? Because my face is done. I'm calling. <laughs> no, no, it's bad. You gonna call the police? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you? What's worse, the high grits or the uh, the iron, like Penny from Good Times? Definitely the iron. iron. That that is no love. NLE. <laughs> <laughs> An iron, a hot iron to the face. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. No she lie. took it to the cheek. Yeah, she did. Shout out Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Little Penny. Mm-hmm. But it's episode 204. Yes, sir. Four? Dang. Yes, sir. They coming, bro. Pushing. It's Monday. Are you ready to get into it? Let's get it. It's Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get to it. Episode 204. <laughs> Shots of Patron. Alto. What's happening? We in the building. And we too live. Them rising ground boys is back. Ain't no such thing as too thick. She wear waist trainer in the crib. Started the OnlyFans getting tips. 762 her ass that big. White sweaters. Ran it up at Webster. She could make a post breakup feel better. OG bitch, but she gonna be 20. I was 20 up in platinum 21 with 204 episodes, man. You, you niggas is not like us. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> catch up. Hey, hey, she outside. Hey, hey, she get freaky like an Uncle Luke album, nigga. Shots to Patron, we off at Alto. What's happening? Too live, too live, too live. They not ready for sex. Told y'all offset coming in. Hey, hey, hey. She get crazy. She get crazy. I blew 80. We got faded. I woke up all her Mercedes. Rats on top of the table. She got Virgin's alligator. She was a waiter, but she left me for my paper. Bring her around her rosy. I bought a Chanel. Now she taking pictures posing. You know I'm a player. Once I hit her, then I'm ghost. Knew she was a freak. She had a tongue and a nose ring. Once I like a vibe, I knock her down like I went bowling. Like I went bowling. Ice, she like cold yeah. All black, maybe again the night, moving low key. Go to Atlanta and hop in the fan of them niggas, no day ain't as cold as me. One of one is only me. Hey. Oh my god. She outside. 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 Start of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feeling, man? How was your weekend? How you feeling on Monday? We're going to do a mental health check after that, but yeah, bet, bet. let's start with the weekend. Shit, I feel great, bro. Great weekend overall so far, you know. I feel amazing. Uh, I told you, you know, the last part was just tired. Uh, still tired, still recovering from that. <laughs> yeah, man. Just you still tired? Still tired, dog. It's just going to be It's gonna be like that this year. I just, I just think I'm going to be tired always. But once again, I'm grateful, man. I'm blessed to be here. I can't complain about much. I like to stay... And what I call the attitude of gratitude as much as I can. So uh that's that's an everyday thing, man. So because of that, I feel great, man. How you feeling? 
Uh, I'm going to start the same way I started last week by saying, I don't know why I laughed or questioned anything <laughs> you're saying, because right, once you explain I it, <laughs> I realize I'm going through the exact same thing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I feel amazing, but at the same time, tired. Uh-huh. I just been going and going. Work hasn't stopped. Pod hasn't stopped. Business is always going to be rolling. Um, it was a really good week. The weekend was great. Yep. I got a little bit of rest on Friday. Saturday was all business for the pod, so much so that when I was talking about being tired, we we had a photo shoot to do. Yes, sir. I'm falling asleep in the car after in the photo the shoot. Like oh, that shit funny. Damn near immediately after. <laughs> um, That's funny, yeah, because I was driving. You know what I'm saying? I, I look over, bro. You knocked. Dog. Knocked, bro. Knocked out. Music. And it's crazy because it was a song. Like I purposely knew that bitch was coming because I know you fuck with it. And like <laughs> it came on at the beginning, bro. You was rocking for a little bit. I probably was only ro- I probably was only rocking because I knew you probably played it because I fucked with it. Yeah, bro. I didn't need to be listening nah, to that, bro. Thirty minutes later, you was gone. I yeah. said, "Damn, this I was your shit." Dreaming about some shit. <laughs> it was funny. Though. I was like, "Damn, bro, I'm tired." I didn't even know you niggas after thirty minutes. I, yeah. I was in a whole different world. Uh huh. But I told you, vice versa. If you were driving, and I was riding shotgun. I'd have been knocked out. I was tired too. Dog, like. I don't know what it was because I got a full night's rest last night. Like, I didn't get up. I'm sorry, last night. I didn't mean last night. I meant uh, going into Saturday. Yeah. I I slept until probably like 10 in the morning. Mm. And it's crazy. I didn't <clears throat> I actually went out Friday night. Uh, shout out to my brother, Jeff. He invited me for his little birthday gathering. So. Oh, shout out, Jeff. Shout out, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, bro. Jeff turning 30 this year. Yikes. Yeah, right. Niggas old, bro. Shout out to Jeff, man. Nah, bro. shout out Jeff. Happy birthday, Jeff. Yeah, salute. absolutely, bro. But uh, yeah, <laughs> kicked it with him, man. So uh, Sorry, Stevie, if I can't salute. But. <laughs> <laughs> right. Stevie gonna get on our ass. Uh, like, yeah, like, you, you can't do that. You didn't sign your name over. Right. Shout out Bobby, too. You didn't sign your name <laughs> over. Bobby, too. Like, nigga, don't be saluting. You didn't sign your name <laughs> over. It's the craziest shit I've ever heard. Niggas be signing their life over. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's what Trey Daddy told us on Boys in the Hood. <laughs> he did say that. He did say that. He did say that. But, uh, no, nah, uh, like I said, Friday night went out, so shit, I ended up getting home about damn near almost 1 o'clock. Um, so <clears throat> that's... Friday night, you know what I'm saying? I worked all day, then had to go out, and man, I was tired, tired, bro. But uh, that was that was still good though. Like I said, the weekend um, for myself has been great as well. I, I'm sorry, guys. We're potting early. I, I can't. I have to be able to put that in there for us to be I mean, able yeah, to. We was gonna get that off. It is Martin Luther King Jr. weekend or Martin Luther King Day Monday right. today, but we wanted to be able to have a little bit of rest on that actual day. Like we said, we've been tired, so I, I'm actually going to take that Sunday and Monday to do all the resting that I need to do yes. to recoup. Same as much as I can. That's the plan. That's the goal. Uh, definitely Monday for sure. Definitely going to enjoy that day off. Like I said before, um, you're not going to hear from me Monday, more than likely. See, Monday is, me and, me and Kari have different pod activity days. Like, <clears throat> Monday is probably the day that you're more hands off on the pod shit. Mm-hmm. Monday is the day that, like, I'm doing things for the pod so like that's right, right, right. that's an off day for you on the pod like i'm it's not an off day for me on the I know, pod I, know. <clears throat> I have to funnel through the entire pod to look for good pockets for things yeah, on mondays you do you do so hey guys i'm working today i am working today <clears throat> just for a little bit you know not too much yeah no 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 i'm not gonna yeah. stay in anything for too long for sure. um but it is martin luther king jr day or martin luther king day i want to highlight that shout out i know that's your frat 
Right, brother. <clears throat> I mean, I, I made a joke last week about him sacrificing a lot of things within his life. Uh, Coretta. No, Coretta. You fucking crazy. Sp- uh, specifically, but but no, shout out to Martin Luther King Jr. Like you said, my frat, but my frat brother. I'm sorry, but uh, you know, just just a a wonderful person. You know oh, what I'm saying? We would not be here as a black culture or in in the position that we're in without Martin Luther King. I know there are a lot of other people that make up um why we're as far as we are today as a culture but right. he's at the forefront of that yeah absolutely man and then you know to get recognized to have <clears throat> that that day you know it's a national holiday absolutely that means something that speaks volume so uh yeah just once again man shout out to the whole king family yeah and sure, um, just everything that they went through over the years man you know like that that shit the, the whole uh Civil rights movement, all that, bro. Like, I couldn't even imagine just growing up in times like that. So, like you said, somebody who sacrificed a lot. I know I made a joke out of it, but the guy really did a lot for us, you know, still to this day. Hell yeah, he sacrificed a lot. Everything, I, bro. <clears throat> like, for real. I mean, niggas at your your door trying to burn that bitch down every yeah, night yeah, type yeah. shit. It's crazy, bro. Um, in Atlanta, I've actually been to the house. Okay. Yeah, man, it's nice. If you ain't never been, you should really check that out. I actually went last year, me and my pops, we traveled out there. No, I haven't I haven't been. I haven't been to Atlanta since I was probably like 13 or 14, 13, and okay. it was only for basketball type shit, so Got I didn't you. get to do any tourism or anything. Got you. Mom might, might actually been in 2021, now that I think <clears> about it, but obviously, um, anyways, like, I mean, the, the house is cool, man. Like, it's, you know, his actual real house. They right. Just, it's restored. Um, It's kind of like a museum. They have a national, is it National Guard or Rangers, I think, that protect the house 24-7. Like park rangers? Park rangers. 20, okay. 24-7, they protecting the house. They there on watch. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. It's great because they didn't do that in the 60s. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> like, how ironic is that? <clears throat> it's, but it's a it's a good thing that, that that's still there as a monument. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mm-hmm. still go back and see it, obviously. Yeah. Even if it's touched up, it's made to look exactly like it did before. Yeah. There's actually there's a Black History Museum in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's all in the same area. Okay, you could walk from the museum, like from to the his house, house. To the museum, yeah, type shit. It's walking distance. Okay, yeah, it's nice. Um, are there any restaurants or like diners that you can go and like still pick your food up out back? <laughs> that that'd be fire. Like, <laughs> yeah, they still be having sit-ins. No, nah, yeah, shit like live sit-ins. You, you can experience it for yourself, just like the '60s. Wait, you for real? <laughs> no, this nigga, this nigga had me for a second. I know Corey probably saw it in my face that like I was like, nah, for real, they got like reenactments of sit-ins. No, bro. nigga, get out. <laughs> no, nah, that's fire. Like, I welcome here. I'm gonna create like the that's first not fire, bro. I'm gonna create the first like parody like uh, yeah, yeah. racist city. <laughs> Niggas can actually pay to get taunted. Pick their food up out back, dogs chase them shit like that. <laughs> what Hope. you gonna name the city? Uh. Sundown Town. That sounds like, oh my. Sundown Town. Nigga, I'm going to go head to head with Disney World. Facts. Sundown Town? Nah, they're going to sue for that. Roller Coaster? <laughs> oh my God. They're going to sue for that for sure. That's funny. They're going to sue for that. <laughs> they probably going to try to buy that shit off me. I was going to say, they probably already own the rights, to mm. be honest with you. It's, pro- it's Disney. <laughs> You're right. They probably already own don't, that shit. Don't play with Walt. Yeah, he got play. he got something up his sleeve for everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They own everything still to this day. How did I get it? What? Uh, Disney owns a lot, bro. Disney owns like a lot of the TV networks and shit. Absolutely. Um, I'm not 100% sure on this, but uh, if I'm if I'm not wrong, Disney owns certain keys for Christmas songs. What? Certain keys? 
Yeah, like so not the whole song. No, 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 no. I mean, like mean? a nigga be like, bro, for a Christmas song, like you can't even use a minor type shit. What? <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like, Damn. like they own like it's down to shit like that. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Like, don't quote me, but I'm I'm pretty sure just yeah. because this is something that I've heard more than once. They own certain keys for Christmas songs. That's uh, insane. Yeah, man. That's you, almost worse than uh, the Marvin Gaye estate. No, they're worse. <laughs> no, Marvin Marvin Gaye. Them niggas are horrible with it. Dog. It's probably Marvin probably gave them nothing. Oh. That's probably why he, his son shot him. Come on. <laughs> so like because they didn't have anything, like they coming for everything they didn't have before. You could be right. Who knows? Why did his son shoot him? I've never really dug too much yeah, in it because it was way it. before me. Right. I never really asked that question. That had to be you had to really hate your father. Uh yeah. You had to really hate him. Maybe he did something bad. You don't really have to hate your dad to shoot him. I mean, why else would you shoot your dad? It, you just got to be really angry at him. <laughs> you you love your dad. So, like... I mean, yeah, but, like... You damn. can never even stomach the thought of, like, shooting him. Right, but, like, damn. I'm just saying, just in general, for anybody, if they don't really do nothing bad to you, why would you shoot them? <laughs> Mad, maybe. Okay. You right. Maybe. I don't know. Nah, you probably do have to have some hatred in your heart to shoot yeah, your dad. Well, you got to like that's that's tough. I mean, that's he, he probably didn't think him. he was gonna kill him. He probably just thought he was gonna you know pop pop. Just scare him a little bit. Just scare him a little bit. How you actually shoot him <laughs> and try to just scare him? <laughs> right, a little leg shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know maybe shot in the foot. Yeah, yeah. Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, type shit. <clears throat> where are we? Where 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 were we coming from I with this? How did uh, we get here? MLK. Okay. Yeah, we was talking about that. From way. MLK to Marvin Gaye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how we do that. How did we get there? No idea, man. That's All what, right, man. That's what we do. That's whatever. We have another topic before we actually get into music. Did you want to get into it? Yeah, so it's something that we had saw on social media circulate, you know, the past week. But uh, the question that was posed, it said, what TV show got canceled that you're still mad about to this day? Um, That's a nice question because there are definitely a few shows I'm still mad about. Um. I mean, not even some of them to me aren't got canceled. One of them is because it got canceled. A couple of them are, are because it ended wrong. It ended. Um, well, one of them is because it ended wrong. <clears throat> My number one show that got canceled that I'm mad about, Lincoln Heights. Yeah, man. If you are a 2000 to 2010 yeah. ABC family watcher, it's free form now, but it was ABC Family back then. You remember Lincoln Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the the father from BMF. He he's meets his dad in BMF these days, but it it was centered around an entire family. Um, dad was a cop. Um, he was raising two or three kids, something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> An amazing show. Amazing show. How, how was it? One season that that lasted. I don't nah, really nah, remember. Hell no, nah. it, it was much. probably two or three seasons. Two or three. Like I, I don't remember uh, it being long. Like I remember watching Lincoln Heights, but I feel like it got canceled pretty quick. You said it's about two or three seasons, though. You think? Um, I can actually get to it and find out. Okay. It was four seasons. Four yeah. Seasons? Okay. Yeah, it started in two thousand and nine, but it ended. It was one of those shows you thought you were going to get to watch the family grow all the way up on. Yeah, yeah. No, and. I remember that. The black community was behind that hoe, but it probably wasn't enough. We probably weren't on ABC Family enough yeah. for that shit to stick around. And it's crazy because you know uh, we don't we didn't really have too many shows that were showing black cops at that point, at least to me. Um, 
at that time. I don't really think so. That was, that was big. It was, this was before a lot Family of- Matters? Yeah, I, I had that in mind, too. Okay. I'm saying, like, more modern at that time. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it- Family Matters was from, just so long before. From Family Matters to Lincoln Heights. <clears throat> I can't think of another show that had a black cop. Yeah, not a dad, specifically. Not that I remember. Was there one with a mom? I'm just saying, like, of course we know that shows had black cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. like, the family, the But, dad, like, the main characters right, type shit, cop, yeah. yeah. I don't think we had too many other shows that really portrayed that at that time. We didn't have too many shows that really still portrayed black people. That was 2009 that that show started. So mm-hmm. the UPN era was over. All of the girlfriends, the all of us, the all of those shows that were on the one, yeah, all that that was over. Yeah, yeah. Are <clears throat> no, you right? We had uh nothing. Now that I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think, do we have anything? 2009, not black shows. That's when that shit started to to die down. Yeah, yeah. Not that I can think of right now. Top of my Especially head. not anything on ABC Family. Nah, not too much. Um, I had another show that it was canceled, but the one that I was talking about, Sopranos. That mm. shit should not have ended like that. I didn't watch Sopranos, so I can't say. This guy is crazy. What? Yeah, I've never watched the Sopranos, man. Thought you knew that. What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, there, there's some shows that even if it was past your era, they're like... You have to go back and watch. Like that's one of those like critics say like one of the greatest television series mm-hmm. of all time. That if you look up one of the like or a lot of the blogs, they will have Sopranos as the greatest television show of television history. Yeah, I've seen it. It's up there with Seinfeld. You see Seinfeld up there a lot as well on the list. Uh, but yeah, those are just shows that I just never went back and watched fully. All right, so I'm I'm just about to go down the list because I pretty much know some of the the biggest ones. Okay. Said you haven't seen Sopranos. Have you seen The Wire? Yeah, I watched The Wire as a kid. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I would have to rewatch it, it today. Doesn't matter. You yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, <clears throat> Game of Thrones. No. This guy's fucking crazy. Man, you know I don't watch a lot of TV, bro. This shouldn't even be. Um, 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 Breaking Bad. Of course, I watch Breaking Bad. That's one of the greatest TV shows of all time. That's that's why I'm I'm naming <laughs> shows like yeah, the, yeah. Dexter. Have you seen Dexter? No, I didn't watch Dexter. Um, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta tune in. Yeah, I know. You know, I'd be out here lacking, bro. Uh, but one for me though, one I wanted to bring up that I was mad that got canceled. Uh, I had mentioned in pre-production was the Boondocks. The Boondocks. Oh my goodness. The Boondocks has been canceled a lot but that that very first cancel between season three and four or after season three is that what it was no that's what i was gonna say aaron magruder fucked himself and went on hiatus yes but i'm not saying he fucked himself but he probably had a writer's block he was going through a lot at that time he was going through a lot yeah he was going through a lot a lot of um even from like the network uh, Cartoon Network is that who it is? Adult yeah, Swim, Adult Swim, were, Cartoon Network, same they, thing. They were giving him a lot of fucking problems as well, and then it was just a lot of controversy regarding. This is was somebody who, um, he made he he did just like a lot of controversial things as far as Boondocks. There were a lot of episodes that got canceled. I was gonna say there were a banned. lot of episodes that got canceled. Um, well, not like you said they got banned, banned or there were a lot of episodes that were written that never got to make it to mm-hmm. the forefront because they didn't fuck with his his content his or view. his vision. Yeah. It was almost like some cartoon version of. The Chappelle Show. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, to the point where he got ousted from his in, his own show. Right. Some whack shit. Just like Dave Chappelle, where they ran an entire season three with Donnell Rawlings and Charlie Murphy. Yep. Um, I remember that. <clears throat> Not the best season. Yeah. So 
Then he did the hiatus. They came back for the season four in like 2014, yeah. something like that. And we watched it just like how we watched the previous season. Uh, this is a time where we've told y'all before we would be on, you know, the Xbox Live. Yep. <laughs> yep. And the Xbox party, man, watching uh, the Boondocks. But yeah, you know, season four came around and it was it was funny, but you could just tell that Aaron's touch wasn't on it. Yeah, so. he didn't write season four. They had completely removed yeah. him like he was Steve Jobs on Apple. Exactly. So it just it just that's my least favorite season. So during that time, like I said, um That's when, when they canceled him. Yeah, when they when that shit was happening, um I hated that time. Same. period for the boondocks because that was like damn near my favorite show going up growing up i'm sorry so um and we heard it was coming back after a four-year hiatus so many times bro they, they've said it's coming back it's then they get canceled again and then you know um at this point john witherspoon has passed away regina um regina king, king. was dealing with a lot she she oh you, are you fast forwarding to now yeah i'm fast forwarding like i'm saying like why shit still is is not <clears throat> well yeah he, he had a he had a deal with hbo max they had they had bought new seasons of the Boondocks, but that got canceled, like you said, because John Witherspoon passed away. Um, they had gotten a replacement for John Witherspoon. They were going to replace Pops. Um, from what I heard, they had somebody that sounded identical. I thought it was his son or something. No, they actually told his son, "You cannot play your father." Oh. Don't you remember that was a whole big thing. I don't. We talked about it here on the pod. Okay. Um, it's crazy. But then Regina King, yes, like you said, her son passed away. Right, exactly. And that was pretty much, you know, the cast is falling apart right yeah, now. Yeah, so we'll probably never. Yeah, that's done. It. Yeah, it's that, over. Once once Pops passed, I was like, okay, bro. Like, this is, it's the same thing with the Friday reboot. Like, I don't think they should do a Friday reboot just because Pops is in there. I, I thought that we would be okay with the Boondocks without John Witherspoon only because if you can get some of the sounds just like him, we're fine because this is an animation. Right. He doesn't actually have to be present. It's not actually him. Yeah, you don't have to shit. see him to right. do it. If somebody sounds just like him, that's fine. But when <clears throat> Regina King's son passed, I was like, oh, yeah, the, the cast. That's Riley, Huey, and Granddad that you would have to replace at this point. It's the, the, the show. <laughs> the, the main characters, you know what I mean? So, yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, yeah. But that's I think that's the one. I couldn't really think of too many other shows, but that, that was the one for me for sure. Uh yeah, like I said, I have one more. If I end up remembering it, I'll I'll bring it back if if I find it to be relevant. But okay. we can move on. We're in the music. We actually had drops. Yeah, man, this was a great week so far. Maybe the best week of the year. Yeah, the reason why <laughs> I'm saying it was good was because the music industry has been closed, guys. Uh-huh. As of January twelfth and thirteenth. The music industry is back open for business, and there are artists that are beginning their album rollouts already. I'm loving it. Um, we already knew that Offset was on his album rollout from 2022. He's continuing that. Um, dang, I don't know why I got an Offset first. I thought we had some other tracks to uh, talk about, but I'll get an Offset now. He dropped a track, Offset Hit Boy. It's called Too Live. You heard that during the intro. Yeah, like you said, Offset, just um, we know that he's on his, his album run, but... Uh, Hit Boy as well. We don't know what he's cooking up. He's always working, bro. But uh, this is this is the first song. Uh, looks like for for Offset with his album rollout. But man, this for twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three. But this song is just, whoo man. Where where do we even start, bro? Like the the beat. I'll just start with the beat. Hit Boy's production just is once again amazing. But uh, song is heat. Song, song is, is heat. It's a lot of energy behind this song, man. Like I feel like in the club. That song is going to go crazy. Like, the women are going to love that song to me just because it already talks about, you know, Uncle Luke and things like that. And, you know, that's like... She get freaky up. 
get freaky like yeah, Uncle yeah. Luke album. I already yeah. see women twerking and going crazy to this song in the club, turned up. Offset has bars on his verse talking about, you know, you know she freaky. She got a tongue ring and a nose ring. <laughs> All the ladies with the tongue and the nose ring is about to go crazy yeah, on that. They're going to love that. They're going to love that for sure. I can hear this song and see it with nothing but strobe lights and asses jumping. Mm -hmm. Like, this is just a money-throwing, like... It's an anthem, low-key. This is $1 bills being thrown yeah, in the air, yeah, strobe yeah. lights, moving objects, yeah. asses throwing. I love this This song. is a club song. I love this song, man. And it's it's a partner or like a collab with Patron. That's why they actually mentioned the lyrics like that. Like, it's actually like a partnership there between them, the two artists. And uh, Patron. I saw that Patron emblem on the cover, and I was like, yeah. okay, this has to be some sort of uh, some sort of collaboration. Mm -hmm. But now that you're saying that, I was thinking before, I was like, okay, they talked about how they were off the Patron, but I was like, they've gotten really specific saying they off the El Alto. Yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Guys, we on this El Alto Patron, and they pushing that. Yeah, so it, it was actually Hit Boy that got that connect. He actually teased it. I want to say November, the end of the year, maybe October. He took to Instagram and said that there was going to be a song coming out in January, obviously this song, but he never mentioned like who would be on the song. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, it's something that's been in the works, and then, you know, over time, he did also start teasing like pictures of him and Offset in the studio. But like you said, we didn't know that this was going to be the song until this week. Um, but yeah, that's cool to see, man. You know, like them, you don't see too many like collabs like that from too many artists where they mention the the brand in the song. No, yeah, yeah. You don't see liquor collabs yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. The tag is on the cover art, like you say. You just you don't see that too often. So I thought that was cool. Um, it's cool because we're seeing how much money is generated in the hip hop business now, mm -hmm. and now the big boys want to play with us. Pause. <laughs> Whoa. 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 What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> now the big boys want to play with us. Man, that was what? that was terrible wording. I apologize. Yeah, Mike. Now the big conglomerates <laughs> would like to do business that's what with Mike, the rappers. That's what Mike would say when he invited them to Neverland. <laughs> Y'all want to play with the big boys? Bro, <laughs> the thing about it was Mike invited them over because he wanted to play with the big boys. <laughs> like he was in there fucking them kids. <sighs> oh, how do you get me to talk about this every time? And you're only going to ruin my image because you don't get as dark as I get. <laughs> I get pitch black with this shit. He was in there. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. That is crazy, man. That is crazy. And, and we just passed it over because he made Thriller and Dangerous and All shit. Right. Because he made uh, You Rock My World. That's crazy. <laughs> he gets a pass. That's sick. He made Butterflies so he can give little boys butterflies. <laughs> and we don't have, Never mind. All right. Well, why, all right. <clears throat> Offset's performance on this album. I'm, I'm sorry. On this, this track. You got me flustered. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Offset, man. I, so, look. Same thing that I said on the previous episode. Like, Offset... We talked about maybe he's blackballed, things like that, whatever. I don't even want to get back into that. Offset is about to show y'all like how talented he is, bro. Like He's about to have a great year. The album comes out, that shit is going to be fire. And this is just an, an example right here for me, bro. Like I knew he was going to go crazy, but Offset shined on this song, nigga. Like he, To me, this was a statement. Yeah, I already knew. Just like you said, we know how well Offset raps. It was never in question. Yeah. But... When he starts stepping out and I hear verses like this, it's like, oh, you about to use 100% of the potential. Oh, you, 
you're gonna go turbo on this. Like <laughs> this was a statement for real to me. Like leading out the year, there's just so much. You know, like we already talked about before, the first quarter drop, things like that. The the album getting pushed back. Like, bro, I'm here. Offset. That's how I felt. And I know I'm not trying to start anything up again. Offset has a lot to prove. Yes, man. He does. That, I agree. That uh only built for infinity links was hard. Yeah, they had some great songs on there for sure. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to start anything. He still has to do better than that album. Mm -hmm. And he knows it. Mm -hmm. Does he do better than that? Can't say yet, man. Have to wait till that until it gets here. Something tells me Offset's gonna drop a fucking masterpiece, yeah, man. I feel like that too. Like I said, uh, he I, has to. I don't know. Like I said, I, whether it's better or not, I'll rank that later. But I know he's gonna have his best product. I'm not worried about that. This is some of my favorite shit in music. Kanye West, and, and this was not a favorite part for me, but like Kanye West loses his mother. Kanye West drops 808s in Heartbreak, to which it was so experimental. People don't know when to fuck with it, when not to fuck with it. Then he does the Taylor Swift thing. Nobody's fucking with him. Back against the wall. You have to come with the greatest shit you, you've ever dropped. When your back is against the wall, you got to rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. Chris Brown, he did the thing with Rihanna. He flopped on the album uh, right after that, the graffiti album. Mm -hmm. Back totally against the wall. You got to drop that. Look look at me now. <laughs> you got to come back with that album after that yeah. and turn it all over. The beef with Quavo, the beef with Takeoff, or it wasn't necessarily a beef with Takeoff, but the splitting of Migos, mm -hmm. it all looked like everyone was against Offset. Back is against the wall off that. Back is against the wall off of a freshman album. That was a miss. All three of those albums, well, two of them. Two of them were a miss. Takeoff's album was amazing. But um, both of those albums were a miss from Quavo and Offset. He's got a lot to prove. I think his back is against the wall. I think he has to prove to niggas, not only am I a solo act that can really do this, but I can stand next to my wife. We got a lot coming here. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, <clears throat> sorry. It makes me more excited to hear it. Yeah, sorry I went so long on on Offset, but I, I think he's got a lot to prove with this album. Um, P and D, P and D dropped a new song. Yeah, surprise drop because uh, he didn't really announce this, I believe, until like Thursday night or Wednesday night. I really can't remember, but uh, bro, party, <laughs> <laughs> party is back. What I will say is. Another thing, it's crazy that I just came off of that last conversation. Mm -hmm. I was at a point in time that I was like, you know what? I'm done listening to Party Next yeah, Door. Me too. It's, it's done. I don't give a fuck about what next single he drops. Yeah. I don't care about what next album he drops. Party has ruined it for me. Yeah, same. I, I feel like he kind of just lost um, all acclaim. He lost his drive to me. Like, it was just a lot that was going on. I think really the last one, I think after P3, P3 came P3 out. was 2016, yeah. Everything after that. Yeah, because, you know, we started getting, like, the party packs and things like that. But um, Party packs. Right. I agree with you, though. Like, for a point, I really stopped listening to P&D as well because I just felt like uh, he wasn't in the, in the right headspace. He had a lot going on, relationships, things like that. He was making a lot of, you know, music that was from the heart, but... 
It just wasn't the party that we were used to. I felt like he was clouded. It wasn't hidden. He was clouded. Like you said, the party pack was not hidden. Party Mobile, when that dropped, he had a couple songs. Yeah, songs, that, right, right, right. The the Loyal track with Drake, that hit. Yeah. Believe It with Rihanna, that yeah. hit. Mm-hmm. Outside of it, no no other songs for me really hit on that. He had the Seven Days track, the, the Rick Ross one hit. Yeah. Other than that, couldn't find any hitters. It got to the point where he was so high up that it, it was doing the same thing that we were talking about with Bryson Tiller or that we talked about with Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. You've killed it. You cannot continuously make poor music. I don't usually say this about artists. He was making poor music continuously. Yeah. And it was like, next album, we're only going to give him one more album before we listen to this. And then it was bad. And then he drops another one. We're like, you know what? This is the last one. Bad. He drops another one. You're like, you know what? I'm really done if this one's bad. And it was bad again. He had to show and prove. He drops a track called, uh, what was it? Her Friends? Her Old Friends. Her Old Friends. Yeah, yeah. This track is amazing, Corey. Dog, I, I'm really ashamed to say how, how many times I've played this song since it came out Friday morning, Thursday night, whatever. This track uh, is so amazing, Corey. Just on repeat over and over and over and over and over again, man. So I'm not going to lie to you. And this is something that we, we talked about before we came in. Um, and we both agreed. You know, it was crazy. Cause I said it to you without you even no, saying that right. you thought the same thing. First time I heard this song, or after maybe like a few listens, man, I said to myself, I said, this song has the same effect that Come and See Me had in 20, what, 17? 16. 16. I said, dog, this song gives me the Come and See Me effect. And you said the same thing. Yeah. Um, for me, it does kind of different things. But I was like, no, this this song is to the same level as Come and See Me. Like, it, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it because- since Come and See Me as a single, because um, that was on P3, as a single for Party Next Door, he hasn't had a song that important, that big. This is the first song since Come and See Me yeah. that's been that worth it yeah. for Party Next Door to drop as a single. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, the songs are different. Like, I wasn't trying to No, yeah, I know. I know, yeah. The songs, but yeah, just the effect, like you said, the way it hit. Uh, the way that it got you excited about the project, the upcoming project, you know what I mean? Like that's this that's is one a of those, hit. Yeah, that's one of those songs you're never gonna forget. Like come and see me. Still to this day, 2016, like you said, seven years later, that song still hits to this day. It will punch you in the gut, no matter just when you as listen hard to it, as right. it did in 2016. This song will do that exact same thing. We're gonna look at this song five, six, seven years later and say her old friends is still punching me <laughs> to this day. I cannot explain. The level of toxicity that this nigga portrays that that hits me so well. This is amazing. (laughs) Him and Drake, I don't know how they're able to take their feelings and make it so relatable. Mm -hmm. I feel like they, they just go through relationships on purpose to find shit to write about. Or write about, yeah. They made Drake for no, sure. No, no, no. They, I, I don't think they do. I, I don't think they do. And if Drake did, Probably I think does. there might have been a, a portion in his life that he did. Mm-hmm. Maybe that 2010 to 14 era. I can believe that then. Yeah. But as a grown man, no, I don't, I don't really think they're doing that. But I feel like they definitely write different scenarios with women down there. You know what? Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through that one. 
write that part in. Yeah, for sure, man. Like you said, party party got very specific, you know, on things where you know that men or women, those are situations or thoughts that you've had to yourself. Like, fuck all her old friends. Y'all let her fuck anybody. Y'all just let that girl fuck y'all anybody. Just let her fuck anybody. Like, and y'all told her to do it. Like, <laughs> that hurts. Y'all told her that was okay. Yeah, man. Everybody didn't probably been through a situation like that. That's, like you said, it's so relatable. And they're able to just curate it in such a way where, like, you feel it. Even if you've never been through it, which, you know, probably you have, but even if you haven't been through it, you still feel his pain. We felt Drake's pain in the ninth grade. And we hadn't been through shit. Take, I hadn't bro, been through yeah, any of that that's, shit. That's well, well, they, we had been through some of that shit on a small scale. Yeah, not, not like Drake. Not like Drake. But yeah, that's a perfect example. We're listening to Take Care in the ninth grade thinking that we've had our heart broken. <laughs> like, bro, we, we ain't been through shit. Like, we are not relating to Drake like we thought yeah, we was relating to Drake. Now exactly. that I'm grown, I can hear that music again. It still hits just the same. Yep, yep, yep. Timeless. This is timeless music. Now, I'm glad you said that. Party Next Door, her her old friends. This is a timeless song, mm-hmm. and it's a hit. Yes, sir. Give this song a week or two, and you're gonna you're gonna see how this resonates with the community. But um, he better have his album done. Yeah, it's on the way. He's back. No, 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 no. That album needs to be done. It needs to come out in the next four weeks. <laughs> with a song this big, and you've been talked about for the last three to four years about how bad you've done. It needs to be done. It needs to be good. And you need to drop this while you still have the momentum of this hit song. I feel you. If if this dies down before he drops, it doesn't mean anything anymore. No, yeah, I feel you. You can't you can't lose the hype that's behind it. You not I mean? not when you're him. Yeah, yeah. Not right now. Yeah. So yeah, this this album better be done. We'll see. And Drake better be getting on a remix. Drake's gonna be on a song for sure. That's another thing that we said <laughs> we couldn't believe that Drake let this song go and didn't hop on it. How did Drake? <laughs> Drake literally had to just be busy. Yeah, Drake was just no busy. There's no way Drake did not hear this song and didn't want to get on it before it came out. I just don't believe that. Either that or uh, Party Next Door found some slick way to get this out without Drake hearing it. Ah, oh, I know you were. I know you were in Switzerland that day, so I, <laughs> you were in Turks. I just submitted it. <laughs> I just submitted it. You were in Turks, man, handling business. You you were at a Raptors game. Drake is probably mad as fuck. This came out with him not being on it. I would be. Trust me. This like like we keep saying, man. Like this this is one of those. But with every song of Party Next Doors that is a huge hit, there was a feature from Drake. There comes a point in time where where Jay couldn't be on Kanye's song anymore. There comes a point in time where Jay couldn't be on J. Cole's song anymore. Uh, Baby didn't need to be on Lil Wayne's tracks anymore. Yeah. Maybe Party was like, yo, Drake, let me fly, dog. Oh, shit. Because, I mean, I agree. The song doesn't need Drake. We're just saying, like, I can't believe Drake let this get off no, no, <laughs> without it, him being on there. It don't need Drake, but yeah, it does. I mean, I know we know what Drake would have did, would have done to the song, bro. But like, it didn't need him. Just imagine not knowing Drake was gonna be on a song, and then verse one ends, and you hear that Drake. Vo- I remember, like, just think back to when we heard Drake's voice on "Come and See Me." I was just about to say, imagine "Come and See Me" without Drake. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I think there is a "Come and See Me" without Drake. I'm just saying though, like hearing it, you know, the way you just explained it. Ew. Not knowing that Drake wasn't on the song, like I know what you mean, man. But uh, still a great song, regardless, Drake or not. Party did his thing. Man. He did his thing. He did his fucking thing. No, Drake, get on that, though. I am, I'm sorry. <laughs> he need to get on that. 
But speaking of collabs, we're still in collab. Uh, Money Back and Glorilla. Mm-hmm. They dropped that track. We was telling y'all about the track they had coming out called On What You On. Yeah. Music it, video came out as long. Okay, I didn't yeah. see the music video. I didn't either, but uh, it came out. They actually ended up dropping this on Thursday. They yeah. It, you know, that came out on the 12th. So, uh, yeah, music video and the song is out. I played the song maybe like two or three times. It's, it's very, uh, this is another song that we mentioned earlier. It's just going to be like a club song. It's a ratchet song. It's money back, yo, and Glorilla. Yeah, yeah, very ratchet. But it sounds good. Like, they, they both had good verses, but it's not going to be one of my favorite songs that I keep playing. You know, like, they, they talking about bullshit on this song, just to be honest with you. What I will say is, I really like this song. Um, It's to what Kari said. Um, I wouldn't find myself playing it a whole lot. Yeah. But it's catchy enough that if I hear it too many times... I'm going to download it to my phone and I am going to start playing it a lot. I feel like it's one of them songs that's uh, it'll hit depending on the setting that you're in. If you hear this song outside on a Sunday brunch, Sunday Friday, anywhere, yeah, with some mimosas in your system, it's going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? No, I fuck with it sober. I just feel like I would like it more if I was outside. I think it hits it. better when you're outside, but just like I said, it's catchy enough for me that... I really only need to hear that song about six, seven more times before I put that in my rotation. I'm not going to lie. From from my my earbuds, I could fit that in my rotation if it gets if it gets catchy enough for me. I hear you. But I don't see myself listening to it enough for it to to ring off like that. Yeah. It's just one of them songs that like you don't play it yourself for me. It's not going to be one that I play a lot, but I'm going to hear it a lot. But if I hear it, I don't have a problem. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I fuck with it though. Yeah, it's no. Nobody, it's good. nobody had a bad verse. Yeah, it's a good song. It's just like I mentioned, just not gonna be one of my favorites that I just continue to play. Look myself. at everybody afraid of Yo Gotti. <laughs> Autumn, <laughs> no, 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 no bad verses though. Right, no, right, bad. right. No, they, no, no. They did their thing. They killed it. <laughs> they killed it. Um, <clears throat> I don't have too much else on it though. Shout out CMG. Yeah. Is this the the collab gang? Like we said uh, before we started, this was you know so far um, a good week. For releases, man. A lot of, you know, people work together that actually sounded good on tracks. We got some good music. I was going to say, because besides Party Next Door, every single thing that came out was a collab single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Gucci Man and Kodak Black. They dropped a track called King Snipe. Mm-hmm. Played it once, pre-production. Uh, not a bad song. You Did know we play saying? this during pre-production? Yeah, we, you probably didn't. I really didn't listen to it much as well because we was in here talking, you know what I'm saying, setting up and shit. But yeah, I let it spin. Uh, but it doesn't sound bad. I, I'll need to play it some more to really... Uh, you know, decipher and say like what I really think about it. But from what I heard, uh, Kodak had a nice little verse. Gucci man was on the course. It sounded pretty nice. But did Gucci have a verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to point out. I believe he was the one that took the course for the song. But it didn't sound too bad. Like I said, I'll just have to play it again to really know like if I like it or not. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it might have been played during pre-production. I didn't hear it, and I haven't played this on my own. I'm gonna have to take some time this week to actually hear this track. But I told y'all I was going to spin back. We just did songs, but I had albums to spin back from last week. Mm-hmm. We spun back on the full length of Coke Boy 6, DJ Drama, and um, French, French Montana. Montana. Yeah, That album is fucking great. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um, you know, like we said, we, we don't have too much music out right now, but that's one of the best projects that's out so far for the year, man. It's a lot of good rap. Uh, a lot of good production, good beats on there. A lot of good features. We said that before when we first mentioned it, but I couldn't agree more. I've been playing that. That's what just because it's the only thing that's out. I've been playing that every day. I've been playing this every day, but I'm not gonna say that because that sounds kind of 
not weird. It sounds like you taking it down a notch. Oh, so I'm you know, like it's the only thing. Y'all, yeah, I'm not yeah, playing yeah, this yeah. because it's the only thing. Nah, I, yeah, I'm playing right. this shit because it's really hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The track sliding with French Montana and Ayub, choose you. I love the fucking song "Choose You" with Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. That's my steez. Um, but from sliding "Choose You" to RZA, that's like a back to back to back for me. Yeah. RZA with DJ Drama, uh, I said DJ Drama, with French Montana and Benny the Butcher, killed it. Oh, yeah, we told y'all how we felt about the Nav song as well. Oh, uh, my gosh. Great project, though. I couldn't agree more, man. Like, that's that's a solid tape. I've listened to this all the way through probably about three or four times now. Okay. This is this is that. Yeah. Another one, let me ask you, uh, did you go back and listen to NBA Youngboy? No. <laughs> I played it, man. I rest my case. Uh, I forgot to. I still need to listen to that one. Dog, I'm going to just be honest. I don't like it. Really? I don't like it, man. I, I, I really do not like it. Like, compared to how I've liked other projects, the shit that he was dropping last year, he was just trying a lot of sounds on this one to me. Um, this is the first album on his new label. Mm-hmm, exploring a lot. You know, and we mentioned that that was something he was probably going to do. He was probably going to try to be more creative. This is a guy. He's, he's changing a lot of things in his life. You know what I mean? So I'm not shocked or mad that he's taking or trying new avenues but so far uh, i just feel like this album was just all over the place there's some songs that sound good but it's just it's it's a lot for me i'm not really liking it what i will say i haven't heard it at all i still need to hear it to give like a full opinion maybe they're doing maybe they're starting his career all over um you had all of those albums from atlantic records but with a first album take take Lil yachty and you had that that first album, I forgot what the name of it was. He was in the movie theater um, on the cover with all those different people around him. And there were so many different styles because with a freshman album, they just want to see which type of style is going to click, mm-hmm. what the, the people are going to cling to, yeah. and what we're going to be able to push for your next album. Teenage Emotions. Teenage Emotions. That didn't hit at all because it was really just a bunch of experiments. I know what you mean. It's like uh, you just throwing shit up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Maybe that's what this is. Yeah, could be. And, I mean, it makes sense what you said just because it's the first one. The Motown's first. trying them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but once you listen to it more, I, I will revisit that because I want to see, like, how you feel. But that's my thoughts. Like, I feel like they were just trying a lot. He was trying a lot. And um, I just didn't like the sounds that he tried. But I'm not mad at the guy. If that is the case for, like, wanting to try new things, like, you see it all the time. Like, you mentioned with Yachty there. So, I'm and, not surprised at that. And from the outward you can see that NBA Youngboy looks like he's starting to or trying to rebuild his uh, his career. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Gucci Man Kodak Black track. Mm-hmm. You just saw Kodak Black and NBA Youngboy on FaceTime. It looks like they've they've mended their beef. Yeah, which is good, man. Very good to see. Not going to lie. You're seeing some of the strangest stuff from NBA Youngboy these days. Let me ask you. He's, re- uh, he's rebuilding his career. Yeah, man. It's good to see, but um, not NBA Youngboy specifically because I – I really believe him in this case. I but, do too. Um, you know, when you see things like this, sometimes it makes you question, like, are they for real? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'd be like, bro, are these guards for real? But NBA, I think he's really serious about this. Stop the violence and, you know, the beef and all that shit. Like, it's good to see that. To I me. I think NBA young boy is pushing a lot of this stuff and he's serious about a lot of this stuff because he started to realize, okay, the industry is not going to accept me until I start acting like this. Mm-hmm. Until I stop being so controversial or until I stop beefing with 
everybody that's prominent in rap, I'm not going to be able to make it that far. Of course, the little Dirk, little baby thing, you can't help that. That's that's something that my friend and your friend and this, this and that. But with the petty beef like that with Kodak Black, you can hear early songs. I know you weren't listening to NBA Youngboy as early as I was. I can hear songs. He was like, um, shout out to the Kodak man, free to like free Kodak. He called himself sniper like sniper gang a lot early yeah okay. he would say freedom main sniper um <laughs> shout out the yak free yak all of that so he was a fan of kodak black before kodak was a fan of yb i'm really i'm really thinking that he's for real about this and i'm thinking kodak black is for real because last year you saw kodak black try to mend things with nba young boy nba young boy wasn't having that yeah, because Kodak made a comment about uh, NBA Youngboy's fans. And, uh, you know, that, a lot of people that have. better shit. And um, he spoke up on it. He was like, man, like, I, I like you. I respect you. It's just your damn fans. Like, that shit is annoying all in the comments. So, but, you know, at that time, NBA Youngboy was still on that, that shit. So he took it as disrespect. Even even though Kodak, maybe it was disrespect, maybe it wasn't. It wasn't. Who's to say? You it know wasn't. what I'm saying? But NBA Youngboy at that time, he didn't care. Like you said, don't mention my name type shit. It's how he was coming. So, um, like you said, to see where they are now, like these guys are on FaceTime. It's just something that you would have never thought we would see because these niggas were real life beefed out. Uh, but that's just cool to see. Once again, I know we keep talking about it, but <clears throat> if you follow NBA Youngboy and if you're watching this transition, he's but like, changing it's night in, and day. It's important to like really focus on this because, like, <laughs> nigga, this is somebody who could be the guy, the biggest rapper, and he's changing. He's you know going, what I mean? He's going to be. Hopefully. He's making the necessary changes. He's moving his notion to stop the violence. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest problem that, that labels and businesses were having with him. He's doing that because he wants brand deals now. He wants to be able to be accepted. He wants to be able to perform at festivals. Anytime before that, it would be an issue. Mm -hmm. He wants to be accepted by the labels. He's signed to Motown now. He said he was blackballed before. I can I can see what's going on. Yeah. He's interacting with his fans more. He has his own radio channel on Amp now. Took back to Instagram. A lot of things that he just wasn't doing before. Laughing, smiling, and pictures with fans and shit on the street now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to see. It's very good to see, for real. It just seems like, I, this is my last time saying it, we'll move on, that he's like, okay, if I'm going to be a part of this rap music game, this industry, I got to start behaving like it. Mm -hmm. And now he's behaving like it. So I just hope the music starts to mirror it. I'll have to listen to this album though. Are we still in music? Do we uh do we have more music? That was it. All right, man. I think we're back in the news. Golden Globes. We missed the Golden Globes on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I think it happened on Wednesday night. I did watch it on Wednesday night. Did you watch it? I didn't know. Okay, I was watching the entire event, but um, we meant to talk it on Thursday. We just kind of left it off the list, but we're here now. It was hosted by Gerard Carmichael. It's a lovely fucking event. Mm -hmm. What I will say is Gerard Carmichael is probably my favorite comedian of this generation. Okay. I think I've said this on this podcast before. He probably has or he is the closest to echoing Dave Chappelle's style in this generation. Raunchy. And raunchy. Dark. Dark. Yeah. And he's probably one of the only ones that can still get away with it yeah. because he's been doing it for 
15 to 20 years now. Got you, got you. Um, he just came out last year. If you remember, Gerard Carmichael came out the closet. Yeah. Um, that was a big thing for him on the stage this year, he was talking about. But he opened up, and he had a Whitney Houston joke. It was a big controversy. <laughs> he said that we are live from the same hotel that killed Whitney Houston. Sheesh. What, the bathtub? Yeah. Fuck. Oof. Was that that bad of a joke? Nah, I just think it's just hard these days, man. Um, sometimes you just got to leave some certain people alone. You know what I mean? I guess. But that's not. I mean, we've heard worse. We can't make a Whitney Houston joke? Maybe not at the Golden Gloves. There's too many white folks around. You got to do that at the BET Awards. Do you think that he would have gotten away with that at the BET Awards? Yeah. They would have booed him off the stage at nah, the BET Awards. There would have been more laughs at the BET Awards. Really? I don't know, bro. I'm just really talking. I don't think it's that bad, though. My thing is, he's a comedian. What did y'all expect? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I saw so many comments that were like, this is distasteful. This is disrespectful. He's a comedian. And we've heard worse. Way worse. Like, what the hell? I just talked about Michael sucking kid dick. <laughs> Come on now. It gets worse. So they got eight child dick. Think about that. No, no, I don't think about it. 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 Think about it. Never. All right, I'm sorry. We don't have to stay in Gerard Carmichael. He was the host, though. He made a distasteful joke. I wanted to get past that. Uh -huh. um, but there were a lot, a lot of big awards, especially for the community. I want to start with Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. um, is it Tyler James Williams? Uh-huh. Tyler James Williams. And um, what is what is the, the main character? Quinta Brunson. Quinta Brunson. The creator. And there was one more... Um, Golden Globe winner they came from Abbott Elementary. Um, she's a she's a main character, forgot her name. Damn it. We'll get into it uh yeah. in a second. But Quinta Brunson, Tyler James Williams, they both took awards for uh or Golden Globe Awards for Abbott Elementary. Mm -hmm. I believe they were their first Golden Globe Awards. Amazing. Especially with uh well with both of them. I want to talk about Tyler James Williams, though, because we saw him grow all the way up from Everybody Hates Chris. I never thought he would have been in a point winning a Golden Globe. Yeah, just from starting out in Everybody Hates Chris? I just never saw him as someone playing in a role that warranted a Golden Globe. But as I've started to watch that show, he's amazing in this in this role mm -hmm. yeah i haven't i haven't seen too many episodes of abbott but um i have heard you know the same thing like people really focus in on tyler james and really um you just hear a lot about how good he plays his role but i know what you mean like starting out with everybody hates chris i mean he was a child you know in that show um and then from that point he's never really had just like a, a more like serious role or something that you said could get him a golden globe you know up until this point abbott elementary and then even starting out like they didn't think Abbott was going to be as big as it has gotten. This show is amazing. Yeah. I, I watched this show, and I started to watch it more as I worked in a school. Okay. It's accurate as fuck. <laughs> and it carries that same type of um, camera setting. Like The Office. I was just going to say, yeah, as yeah. The Office, uh -huh. you don't really see too much 
seen like camera switching like from camera to camera to camera you see a whole lot of one camera and it'll go from left to right a lot and it'll switch like and it'll focus in on one person it'll zoom in yeah it'll zoom in but it'll all be from one camera like it's coming from a camcorder it's interview based um they have confessionals it's fire bro it is it is amazing the other person that i wanted to talk about that i couldn't remember was shirley ralph okay she won a golden globe from abbott elementary um but it was a big night. They did the sweep. When you see Oscar, Grammy, and we talk about how uh, actors and musicians, they do the sweep. Abbott Elementary did the fucking sweep. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. That's amazing to see. Shout out Quinta Brunson for coming all the way up from, <laughs> from Vine. a viral video on Vine. <laughs> that I don't even... Was that even her video? Yeah, I believe so. I think it was, I, but I, I don't know. The you got the you got money. Yeah, I don't know if it was hers or not. Either way, yeah, yeah. Just shout out, and that's an amazing show. Um, I'm glad that it's receiving the success and acclaim that it is these days. Mm-hmm. Just shout out to that whole team. Another person I wanted to talk about, Angela Bassett. She picked up an award for Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. Supporting actress. Great. Um, she had an amazing speech. I watched the whole thing. Man, she looks amazing. Yeah, she's stunning. Bro, Angela Bassett looks beautiful, dog. Amazing. I, she looks amazing in 2023. Do y'all remember what she looked like in like 98? Man, that's why I say like she still looked the same, bro. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Jesus. But um, like I said, yeah, amazing speech. Um, they all looked great. Uh-huh. Do we have other people that we wanted to talk about too? Nah, just just really wanted to focus in on them. Angela Bassett, uh, this is only her second one, man. You know how many great roles she's done over the years, and just this is the second time. The only- yeah, the only other one that she won was for um, "What's Love Got to Do with It." She was Tina Turner. Yep. Um, but when you think about her big roles, she should have absolutely won at least one more. She yeah. Black Panther won. Yeah, it's crazy. Waiting to exhale. <laughs> um. Even though I really don't fucking like that movie. Y'all just love doing us dirty. That's crazy, man. We don't act like that. We don't act like that in that fucking movie, ladies. But I'm trying to... Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy picked up an award. What was the name of that award? Yeah, let me get back to it. It was the Cecil... Um, I, I just can't... Yeah, Cecil B. DeMille Award. Okay, yeah. So it, it was basically... You, you had information on it. I asked Kari before... <laughs> What yeah. the fuck is that award? Yeah, so I have it right here. So <clears throat> they said the Hollywood Foreign Press Association decided to establish a special prestigious award for outstanding contributions to the world of entertainment. The members wanted to bear an international recognized and respected name. So they chose the guy Cecil B. DeMille, who first got the award in 1952. So every year, this committee, um, I guess they focus in on one person. They choose, you know, somebody to win that award. And this year, like you said, it was Eddie Murphy rightfully deserved yeah absolutely eddie murphy put in a ton of fucking work from the 80s to the 90s to probably well through 2000 to 2010 you saw him dip off in the 2010s he didn't really do much work but Mm -hmm. as someone that does like comedy in the stand-up comedy realm eddie murphy everybody wants to be like richard Pryor, or everybody wants to be like dave Chappelle. eddie murphy's right in there with them Eddie Murphy has the blueprint for like the greatest stand-up comedian's dream ever. Is he only had to do two specials? Then became a movie star, and he turned into a movie star. Yep, that's what everybody want to do. 
and just floated from there. Now, if you still want to do comedy, do comedy. But he never had to do comedy ever again. He hasn't done a stand-up show since 1987. Sheesh. Just movie star from that point on. Millionaire vibes. And then he got to take a break all through the 2010s. He didn't really make a return to big acting until Dolomite. <laughs> and now he's got that movie that's coming out. Um, I don't know if you've seen the previews. Oh, I forgot. He's got a new movie coming out. Okay. And it, it looks fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. It's going to be on Netflix with Jonah Hill, Lauren London. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I did, I did he's he's the, the, father the father of uh, interracial couple. Yeah, yeah. It looks it's gonna hilarious. Yeah, it's going to be funny as hell. And the thing about it is that's not really Eddie's vibe. The movie that... Eddie's taken a different turn in the 2020s yeah. or the or the his latter part of the career. It's not goofy Eddie anymore. Serious. More yeah. serious role. Even though it's a comedy, uh-huh. he's taking the more serious parts in it these days. Yeah. Um, see if I can find that movie for us. But it's just lovely to see someone like Eddie Murphy get his flowers and finally receive a Golden Globe for his work because he's another guy that his work really wouldn't warrant him a golden globe even his yeah. best works that were like coming to america um trading places things like that those are his beverly hills cop those are his best movies yeah. and they're not the type of golden globe one so i'm glad that he got himself an award no i couldn't agree more the movie is going to be called you people so like you say interracial couples, you people be funny as hell yeah i can't wait to see that um but just one more thing about eddie bro like one thing that just separates him man you know how he's able to play so many characters within one movie that's that's something that nobody will i don't think anybody will ever be able to do martin did an okay job big mama uh shenane things like that but eddie there's Eddie, Eddie has done Murphy. shit, bro, that nobody can ever do in their whole career. Eddie Murphy, I'm glad you brought that up. Is fucking amazing, and, and Kevin Hart talks about that uh, a lot. Yeah, he does. In how you can be one man, play seven or eight different roles in one movie, and put together an hour and a half to two hour motion picture. You're over this. You're over there. Now I'm here. Now I'm there. Do you know how much recording and memorization you had to record lines for seven um, or memorize lines for seven to eight different characters? I don't think people really understand how hard that is. That shit is difficult. When you think about, just like you said, yes, that is not easy. When you think about that and you think about shit like the industry or the film industry takes their hat off more to Robin Williams and Miss Doubtfire than they do to Eddie Murphy and uh, Nutty Professor. Yeah. He did his thing. Shout out Robin. Absolutely. One of the greatest stand-up comedians again, or one of the greatest to do it, period. Yeah, for sure. But you got to take your hat off to Eddie more. Come on, dog. Coming to America, Norbit, like you said, Nutty Professor. Like, that shit, bro, that's three, four, five, six, eight different characters. Time like and said. time again. In one movie, multiple times, like just, nobody has ever done. Just that. Nutty Professor One and Two. Yeah, that's right, right there. He's playing animals in Doctor Doolittle, <laughs> and he's playing himself. <laughs> crazy man, crazy, crazy. A talent. Yeah, yeah. A, a hell of a talent. Yeah. So he deserves that, man. This is somebody who's almost put in fifty years at this point to just be getting this type of a award, like you said, but we just don't get recognized um, until way later. 
shit is insane sometimes. But glad to see that he finally got it. You know, respect to that for him finally getting his flowers. Did you hear his speech and the the Will Smith joke yeah, that he made? That shit was funny. He's like, I learned two things in this industry. Number one, pay your taxes. <laughs> Number two, keep Will Smith's wife's name out your motherfucking mo- <laughs> whole crowd erupted. Yeah, that shit was funny, bro. Um, but the Golden Globes looked like it was an amazing time. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody says shout out the the um Hollywood Foreign Press. So I'm gonna be like, yo, uh shout out the Hollywood Foreign Press <laughs> for putting that lovely show on. Um <clears throat> let's move on. We're already in Hollywood shit. Guys, Kanye's not missing. I want to state that. We were talking about whether Kanye was missing or not. We were hoping that that actually wasn't true. Kanye was spotted last week shopping in Hollywood with a random female. A couple of days goes by and we realize, nope, that's not a random female. That's Kanye's new wife. Wife, man. Kanye got married over the last week, they said. What's going on here, man? Do you have who that is, Corey? Yeah, her name is Bianca Sensori. She is a architectural designer at Yeezy for several years, or was. Uh, reportedly, they had a private ceremony to celebrate their love. Kanye West is married again. I want to start by saying Kanye West is not married. I was able to do a little bit more digging. I got into the actual articles. Kanye did what I've always talked about being ideal as fuck, and I don't know why people don't do that. Kanye West had a wedding ceremony, but did not file any official papers. What's the point of that? You can buy rings and say you're married. <laughs> but because what's the point? Though? To say you're married. This is my thing. If you don't go to the court and get the papers, say say your your aunt and your uncle are gonna get married. All you're gonna do is go to the wedding. You don't know if they go get their papers or not. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. To, to everybody else, they're just married. You're not going to go check it with the court. I guess. That's that's my thing on it. Yeah, okay. I mean. If you want a divorce, you just take your fucking rings off. <laughs> Kanye is just like, why? I just, that's my No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just talking about the actual theory of that type of <laughs> yeah, yeah. marriage method. Kanye is doing too fucking much. Both of them need to sit their ass down. He's Kanye hurt. and his wife. He's <laughs> his new wife. You gotta address her as Kanye's wife now. Uh, but what's up, man? Kanye's hurt. What is this? What do you think this is? Why is he doing this? I I can't put my finger on it. Kanye is going through a, a lot of different things right now. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know. Another thing is we can't just blame this on being hurt over Kim. We've never lost four hundred million dollars in like a day. <laughs> so. I don't know what losing that type of money does to you. That might make me go marry somebody for comfort. <laughs> I was just about to say, I don't know if I'm going to go get married. I might do anything. Yeah, but marriage is probably going to be at the end of my list if I lose 400 in a day. Yeah, if I lose 400 million, or not not 400 million, he was left with 400 million. He right, lost right. $2.5 billion. Right, right, in a day. Apple Pay did work, all that. You know, he lost a lot. I don't think I'm running to have a ceremony. I think I'm going to try to save all the coins that I have. All right, but if you think about it like this, he's probably thinking that he went broke and like he had $3 billion and he got dropped and went broke. That's the only girl that stood by his side when he went broke. She was with him when he was down bad. 
No, nah, he had uh, Julia Roberts. What's not Julia Roberts? <laughs> What's her name? Julia Fox. <laughs> Julia Roberts wouldn't dare Hell spit no. in Kanye's direction. She would never even speak or shake his hand. Oh my Julia goodness! Julia Roberts, that's funny. Julia Fox. Man. Julia Roberts, <laughs> that's funny. Oh, and did you see that shit that Julia Fox just said uh, about the relationship? No. What What did she say? She was speaking to someone. I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or somebody else. She said she fucked Drake. I did see that, bro. I don't. I don't care about that shit. No, no, no. I don't care. It's just the. I think people be picking that, yeah. That's what I was they getting po- at. Like, they be poking the bear for what? They know. They know he has um. Sad problems. <laughs> sad problems. So I couldn't. I couldn't find a way to put it. And y'all yeah. aren't about to cancel me. But nah, bro. Like, why? Why do people like? Poking the bear, like you never poke the bear. Kanye, y'all gonna wake up a beast because you know that's how they they get to Kanye. Because Kanye can say whatever he wants on social media, but the, the people that are close to him know that they've gotten under his skin. Yeah, that shit just weird. She ain't, Drake didn't hit that. You don't think so? I don't think so. Another thing that I didn't realize, Kari, Julia Fox is the girlfriend from Uncut Gems. Yes. I never knew that because she looks like a, a skunk now. Yeah, she looked completely different. But yeah. She was fire in that movie. Absolutely, she was. But uh, that's what uh, Crack can do to you. Or crack. That's, that's what a relationship with Kanye West would do to you. No, absolutely. <laughs> like, for real. Kanye Kanye is the only billionaire no woman still wants to be with. <laughs> like, they won't even do it for the money. That's I've what? I've literally had, like, I've talked to women about this. I was like, you you wouldn't even do it for the money? Yeah. They wouldn't even do it for the money. Mm-hmm. It's a lot that comes with a lot of baggage that comes with a relationship with, with Ye West, man. Yeah. That women just don't want to go through. With Ye West. That does make him sound cooler. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. Mr. Ye. <laughs> now, I, now I, don't want, like, I know why he did it now. Yeah, yeah. That sounds a little cooler than Kanye. Yeah. Ye West? Ye Ooh. West. Imagine if he got to go by that in junior high. <laughs> 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 Bitches. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Are we ready to move on from uh, Kanye though? Because I don't care that much about him being married. I don't care that much about some of this shit. Yeah, same here. Uh, let's move on to some other things I don't care about. <laughs> John Legend and Chrissy Teigen welcome a new child. Ooh, congrats! The only reason why I would say I give a fuck about this was because I know they were trying to have a, a child before. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did experience some paternal. What, what do you call it? No, 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 no. Let me get the correct verbiage. What mm-hmm, is it? Mm-hmm. And then I'm. A, I'm gonna walk it back on you. What is it? Maternity? Maternity. Yeah, it, it's maternal or maternity. Okay. I said like paternal. That's why I'm saying That's I was father. Correcting myself. So it's maternity. Yeah. It's, what what's the correct? What do you mean? Like, do you mean like a miscarriage? Was it a miscarriage? I can't remember what it was. She said it was a miscarriage, and okay. then like a couple months later, she came out and said she lied that she had an abortion. What the fuck? You don't remember that? No. I do not remember that. That's why I was like, I'm I'm gonna wait for you to finish so I can walk it down. Now it's not my business to to judge her on her decision to do you like I'm pro whatever you want to yeah, do. Of course. Um yeah, it was just it was a big deal when she came out and said, No guys, I lied about the miscarriage. Mm. We actually just chose to have an abortion. Oh. Nonetheless, it's crazy. Um, they had a healthy, you know, private childbirth. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good to see. Shout out to them. You know, this number two you said? Don't do that. Are you trying to be funny? No, I thought they had one before. No, I don't think they had one before. Yeah. I was really being serious, I swear. I think she had been trying. Okay. She might have had 
problems before, but I, I know what we just talked about with the last situation, with the last situation. But this is number one, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not standing there too long because, like we said, we don't care that much. Um, <clears throat> LL Cool J got on Instagram and he took to it to tell everybody that he wants a biopic or he asked everyone, is it time for a biopic? Yeah. Who uh, who would you see playing LL Cool J? Do you have anybody in mind? I don't I don't know Romeo, any lookalikes Romeo. I would I'm thinking Romeo. Um, you don't know Ooh, Rotimi. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do yeah, know. they they said Rotimi would be someone that would play him. Look, I'm in the comments. They say uh, Drew from Everybody Hates Chris. His name is Taquan Richmond. That Drew, would be good, bro. He could he could play the young one if he's if he's bald still. If he's bald still, <laughs> no, yeah, that out the park. Absolutely, he could yeah, play. Yeah. He could play young, young LL Cool J, but uh-huh. he can't play any given Sunday LL Cool J. <laughs> like we're gonna, you're gonna have to have two different characters. A young one, you might have to have three: the child one, the the middle school to like young adult one. Mm-hmm. Drew from Everybody Hates Chris can play like I need love LL Cool J, but like Mama said, knock you out type shit. Yeah, but when you get to like around the way girl type shit, like mm-hmm. you're not playing that anymore. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I agree with uh, LL, bro. We talked about this before. Like we talk about pioneers of hip hop, pioneer the early stages of hip hop. Like, yeah, this is a guy that deserves all the credit, all the documentaries, biopics, movies, whatever y'all want to call it, whatever you want to title it. Uh, that needs to be done. There, are, yeah, there are certain people that I credit. Before before the people that are of the golden age of rap that people would say like the Biggies Big and the Pac. Pox. Right, right. I'm talking about before that. That are responsible for building the this birth. game. Yeah, the birth of it. Rakim, um, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow. Mm-hmm. But the biggest of all of them, if not Rakim, for just like the style of rap. But the biggest of all of them is LL Cool J. Yeah. LL Cool J built the rap game yeah, damn near. Bro. He uh he showed he showed what you could get from it like of course yes rapping but he took it to a whole nother level as far as like image and the likeness and the ladies he brought ladies into hip hop you know what I mean like ladies love cool James like that's yes. where all that shit stems from and outside of that style fashion he's one of the yes style and fashion as yeah, well for sure he's one of the only artists that started from the late eighties outside of maybe Cube and Dre. That showed you how you can parlay your rap career and live forever off of that shit. You don't see people from the beginning of the rap game, like we said, like Curtis Blow, Big Daddy Kane, um, Grandmaster Flash, and all of those guys. Yeah, I'll run DMC. You don't see them living like millionaire or multi millionaires or large like uh-huh. that. LL Cool J, Ice Cube, um, Ice T, Dr. Dre, Ice T, Snoop. They're really the well. Snoop came in '92. I was just um, saying, like those icons. Yeah, yeah but ahead. I'm talking about the ones from the beginning 90s. stages. Got you. You don't see them living like LL Cool J. Yeah. LL Cool J showed niggas how to do it, yeah. and LL uh, outside of all the other guys, LL Cool J was one that held a spot for a long time as the best rapper in rap. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, like I said, the style, fashion, Kangos. The jumpsuits. Absolutely. Uh, the gold rope chains. There's just a lot of shit that from LL's time, bro. Um, and it wasn't just him, but like we said, he was just, you know, the he was front and center at that time. But uh, he didn't have to dirty it up 
and you he didn't have to be gang banging yeah, and you man. he you still know I'm that still like this point across like I'm still like that. And yeah, and I will knock you the fuck out. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna say knock you I, out. I'm not even gonna lie. I I would uh I would play with no like pause. <laughs> Who you playing with? I would try a lot more rappers in the game before I tried LL Cool J. I wouldn't yeah. try LL today. Facts, bro. LL would knock your ass out today. Facts, facts. He knocked Jamie out. Oh. <laughs> you remember that story about like the the any given Sunday? Yeah. He knocked the shit out of that nigga. Mm-hmm. Like he slept him. All right, I don't I don't want to stay on it, but yeah, don't play with LL. Nah, bro. He deserves a biopic. He though, deserves sure. a biopic. He has a lot in his career to be talked about from yeah. the beginning stages, like we said, from building rap to the movie stage part mm-hmm. to NCIS. There's just a lot he's done yeah. <clears throat> to putting Offset in NCIS. No, I'm just, <laughs> imagine if that was a part of the movie. Um, but yeah, shout out to LL Cool J. We don't have to stay in it too long. We could talk Bow Wow. We're not really talking Bow Wow, guys, but <clears throat> Bow Wow said that hip-hop needs a union or a board. Mm-hmm. This is something that we've talked about plenty of times before, uh, specifically yourself. So I want to let you go at it first. But, uh, you know, we've brought this up when we talked about award shows, award ceremonies and how uh, specifically like the Grammys, bro. You know, people, we love the Grammys. We want to go to the Grammys. Everybody wants the Grammys, but I'm um, a Grammy award. But when we go, they don't show us love. They don't even air the hip hop uh, award. You know what I'm saying? It gets no TV time. Um, and then a lot of times people win awards that they probably shouldn't. You know, we don't even get nominated for categories that we're supposed to be in. They put us in the urban category. Like, there's just so much bullshit, right, that happens at these award shows. So we talked about it before. Like, why don't we build our own company, culture, board, award show so we can just focus on ourselves? Um, just something that we talk about all the time. But you said Bow Wow kind of touched on that. So, like I said, I want to let you go at it a little bit more. But, like. You agree with that statement or do you disagree? Yeah, I agree with the statement. I've said this before. I said it before Bow Wow said it. Um, He tweeted and he said, hip-hop needs a board, no different than the NBA with the Players Association, a committee that can set rules and keep things in control and protect this thing we call hip-hop and have a retirement plan for the OG rappers. I hate seeing my heroes liquored out, no money, just washed. We just talked about this with LL Cool J. Um, And we talked about it a few months ago when academics made that comment that Nigga, them old niggas ain't got no money. The old niggas don't have any money, <laughs> just like you said. And LL was somebody who spoke up. That's crazy how everything just tied in. He was one of the main guys that like spoke up and said, hey, we not going for that. The way I was talking about it before was a little bit different, and I'll get into that. What I was really saying is hip-hop needs a union. Um, and this is kind of the same. He's talking about more of um retirement plan, but he's also talking about setting rules to keep shit in control we need a a union niggas are just so fucked up and the rap game is so fucked up we need a union that basically not gatekeeps but like bow wow saying controls everything there's money in this thing to where if the rap game needs to do something it can be pulled out of this fund that is controlled by the Kanye's, the Jays, the the Diddy's, or the the founders, the four like the the fathers of this game. The the retirement plan. I don't really know about the retirement plan <laughs> shit. Like we're we're making for what game for the rap game? Yeah, we're making millions of dollars here. Now <laughs> we need to have something in place to where niggas can 
be educated on life insurance, things mm-hmm. like that. But right, right, but yeah, you got at a certain point you, that got to be something you take care of your own, like retirement plans. Yeah, but do that. the reason why we can't do this is niggas can't stop beefing and just get to the fucking money. The same problems that we have with the NBA young boy side and the little baby little Dirk side is the reason why we can't have a union. The same reason why the cities that we live in now, like they can't come together, like the Chicago, all of Chicago can't come together and just get this fucking money like Atlanta does. Mm-hmm. Um, here in our city, I was gonna say here in our city we can't just come together and just get this fucking money like Atlanta does. Right. Niggas are too caught up on well, he shot my blah blah blah, or this killed this and this that, and it's the mentality of dog. There ain't enough money in the world that's going to make me let that go. Mm-hmm. He shot my brother mm-hmm. or he killed my yada, 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 yada. So um, we can never just look at it in the color of green. <clears throat> so I don't know if we'll ever be able to have a union. That's the reason that's stopping us. And the other communities, I'm not going to say which ones, built that fucking, they they built that stigma on us. And they kind of trapped us into that so we would never be able to rise up and do shit like yeah, this. It's kind of unfortunate because you you come a, you become like a product of your envir- environment on like accident. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't ask for that shit. We just get placed in certain situations or scenarios, bro. Uh, but I couldn't agree more. Like I hope and pray for things like that. But in reality, uh, it's kind of hard for shit like that to be formed now at this point. We, we, just, we just don't have enough. We don't have enough people like advocating for shit like that, to be honest with you. That's because the rap community subconsciously, or not subconsciously, subtly, it doesn't work for the black community. Mm. We are a part of the black community, but the hip hop culture doesn't work for the black community. They work Mm. for other communities that don't pour money into the black community. So, of course, they wouldn't support our agenda. But the only way we would work is if we were able to stop the beefing um, and just come together Everybody would have to be okay with taking a position. This is a crabs and barrel ass uh, genre. So everybody thinks they're number one. Some people would have to have ego checks. We'd be able to have successful award shows. We'd be able to have money funded. We'd be able to have our own majors. There wouldn't be fucking Atlantic and Interscope and this and this and that. We'd have our own everything but it just sounds too metropolis doesn't it yeah i was gonna say maybe one day man maybe not in our lifetime we'll see yeah (laughs) probably not in the next one either right but i feel like we're we're falling all into the net like the we're falling into the next topics perfectly Mm -hmm. dr dre we talked about him a little bit before yeah we've been talking about artists giving away their masters Dr. Dre is to sell a portion of his masters. This is going to uh, include the entire album of The Chronic, which is his classic album, and various Kendrick Lamar productions yeah. for over $200 million. Hey, once again, uh, we're, we're starting to just see more and more people um, sell their masters, man. It says here. I know uh, why now. Not one, but two music deals worth well over $200 million, like you mentioned. According to Billboard, Dr. Dre is working on deals with both Shamrock Holdings and Universal Music Group. The potential deal with UMG will require Dre to sell the matches, like you said, for the first solo album, The Chronic, plus it shares with uh, Kendrick Lamar, man. So you said you know why. What What's the reason? I can't speak to white artists or people outside of the hip-hop community. 
rap is on the decline. You have seen, we have seen rap peak. I want y'all to know somewhere between 2018 and 2021, rap hit its peak. Rap is on the decline numbers wise. And the artists are starting to see that. They're speaking to their financial advisors about that shit. And even though they're going to have music that'll be classics within the hip hop culture forever, the money that that sits in their music, the the making the maximum on that, they only have a few more years to make max on that. So they're selling while they can make max on their masters in five to 10 years. Maybe Lil Wayne's catalog that was worth 100 to 200 million. Maybe it ain't worth all that in 10 years because. There's a whole new genre that's killing shit. We ain't even thinking about that shit no more. It's just crazy to to think about that. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I see the picture, but um, I just think about like classic, classic music, right? You it know only, what I'm you that, think it, it sounds like it only gets more valuable over time. Right. That's what you would think, especially, you know, for the artists that we're talking about. You're talking about Lil Wayne and his entire catalog. You're talking about Dr. Dre and his The Chronic. You know, you would think like over the years it would appreciate more well think about it like this the people that appreciate that shit are gonna die dying off maybe okay and a kid that was born in 2012 how much is he gonna pay for an elvis presley album no that makes sense or like that does make sense so their their masters become less and less valuable over time they're probably gonna get it while the getting's good no that does make sense because even with the um you know the digital platforms that we have now the streamings it's not it's not worth as much yep people uh even though songs will come out you know in the 60s 70s 80s people were still buying the cds or the vinyl of the song yes. in the 90s and the 2000s but now you don't really have that anymore so that does make sense bro and now that i'm saying that bring the white artists and all the other genres back in that makes sense why all of these artists like you see uh bob dylan or Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, start to sell those off, right? Because how much time do I have to make two hundred or three hundred or a hundred million on my masters? Don't. It's making it's starting to make more sense. I'm glad you broke it down that way. I'm there, starting to see like a different picture now. And it's not like we're seeing Drake just get up and sell his masters right now. We're seeing some of the older legacy acts right. sell that off because they're starting to see where the trajectory of their numbers in the music is going. Gotcha. That makes sense, bro. God, we are the best. God <laughs> damn it, we do this shit, man. I just, oh, I just, yeah, just this rap is just flowing through my veins, nigga. Yeah, I can't help it, bro. Oh. Eat, breathe. I said eat, breathe. Eat, breathe, and sleep this shit, my man. shit rap, nigga. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gosh. That's sick, first off. Shitting rap? Yeah. Yeah, that is sick. Yeah, that's nasty. I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said I shit rap. <laughs> I don't shit rap. I, I eat, sleep, and breathe rap. I don't shit rap. Damn, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> I just wake up in the morning and I piss excellence. You know what I mean? But I don't shit rap. You're right. Yeah, you're different. It's all good, bro. Is it bad to shit rap? Uh... If you eat rap, you gonna shit rap. <laughs> right. I think it's bad to to shit anything that's just not shit itself. I I shit shit rap. <laughs> we do this pod so much, I have to listen to the good and the bad music. Yeah. The, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I sure. shit the shit rap out. It's possible, man. I take in my nutrients is good rap. Like Kendrick Lamar, Ooh. J. Cole, like Ooh. Jid, shit Ooh. like that. Okay. Or Ramona okay. Park, Ramar, Push a T. Right. But, Yay. But then you also get the shit rap. I got to shit out that little pump. Mm. Come on now. Six, nine. 
I got to shit out that 6ix9ine. I heard Gummo so many times. Yeah, you got to shit that out. Got to shit that out. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Sometimes I got I to gotta shit a little of that smoke perp out. Ah, smoke perp. Damn. Shout Except for when he on that, that shit with J. Cole. Yeah. Then he going crazy. That fuck J. Cole shit. Why niggas, why everybody want to say fuck Cole? What is it, man? Um, Why the middle child always is the one that's getting made fun of? Does it not make any sense to you, Corey? No, nah, I'm really just... I was going to say, J. Cole is the one rapper in the game... That's not on all that rah rah. I'll shoot your house up shit. So like, if they're gonna pick on it, niggas know who they can pick on. Oh yeah, for sure. But I don't even think J Cole's really one of them niggas either. I think J Cole might be one of them silent like my niggas gonna come see you niggas. Them silent killers, silent assassins. They have to call them. Bow Wow, Ray J, Nick Cannon. <laughs> facts, facts, facts. If y'all niggas think y'all can fuck with Bow Wow, Ray J, and Nick Cannon, try again. Especially Nick Cannon, bro. Oh my! If you try to, f- nah, Ray J. Ray J. Oh, he's tied in. Ray J's the mob. Ray Ray J, if you listen to Vince Staples, like go go watch Vince Staples interviews. Nah, yeah, I know. He will talk about how um Ray J is the most important blood artist <laughs> of the generation. He was like he was like, um, Ray J is the first nigga to ever gangbang on wax. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that shit is fucking funny no it's crazy though man ray j really important to the rap game which is crazy to say that it is but he's really important to the the game the music industry bro like for real it sounds super duper crazy it just sounds sounds out of left field to say but if you if you really know if you look at the facts if you really know if you (laughs) put the pen to the paper and you go down the history of rap if you take out ray j you 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 don't get a lot of this shit yeah it's crazy to even say if you take out ray j and and this is just for the ladies' side, and this is one percent of this. One, you take out Ray J, you don't even get love in hip hop. Wow! And imagine what y'all, if y'all didn't have love in hip hop, there's I don't a know, do it y'all selves, man. But no, nah, that's crazy. Snoop wouldn't have Death Row back if it wasn't <laughs> for Ray J. <laughs> we probably wouldn't have Kim Kardashian, man. Look at that. oh no 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 no, no. you wouldn't have Kim Kardashian. Right. Look at that. It's crazy. Who would have saved Ye? Wow. Ray J. We, we have Ray J to thank for Kanye West oh 2010s, bro. Oh, my God. See to I say mean? that you have Kanye to thank for not only... All right. You have Kanye to thank for Donda. I mean, you have uh, Ray, Ray, J, Ray J to J. thank for Donda. Donda. You have Ray J to thank for um, the life of Pablo. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Bound to fall in love. We don't get that if it's not for Ray J. That's really sick. Because you don't even get Kim Kardashian. You don't get her. That's sick. That's sick to think about. Shout out Ray J, though. For real. I'm telling y'all, like, I'm glad we got to really talk about it because we've kind of, like, talked about it a little bit, just like a bird's eye view. But Ray J really important to this industry, bro. It has been for years. Fuck the rap industry, Kari. Imagine if the Hollywood industry never gets Kim Kardashian. Do you know how important Ray J is to pop culture? Yeah, bro, for real. This nigga's a god. <laughs> what in the fuck is going on right now? Right, and I'm just now realizing this. Yeah, yeah bro. <sighs> Fucking Ray J, right. It's crazy. One wish. Solid yeah, one wish. World domination. <laughs> World domination. He might be a lizard. <laughs> You know how niggas have those weird theories. Oh, oh, they're fucking lizards. Oh my gosh, the the entire economy—they're lizards. 
Ray J might be the the one soul lizard out here. He's an alien, bro. He's not from here. He's a Martian. Yeah, he's man. a goblin. Yeah. Goon. What is a goon to? <laughs> what is a goon to? What is a goon to a goblin? He must be a goblin. The green goblin. The green goblin. Yeah, man. Ray J's the green goblin. We have we have him to th- like we have the green goblin because of Ray J, mm-hmm. and we have the green goblin by uh, J Cole because of Ray J. Mm-hmm. Yep. All this shit that we got is because of Ray J, man. And think of all the people you get because of the Kardashians, right? That's what I mean. Scott Disick, Jordan Woods. Yeah. Crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Kylie Jenner. You don't even get Kylie Jenner. Yeah, you don't get none of that. What's her uh, brand called? Is it called Kylie? Her makeup brand, whatever? I don't, I don't know what the fucking shit. know. I think she stopped making it. Oh. I don't fucking know. I don't care with that shit. You know how many billions of dollars Ray J has generated? Yeah. He created a whole family. That nigga is... Mm-hmm. He created a family of billionaires. No, I mean, we can't... I mean, Rob did his job. Robbing. But I'm saying he made them billionaires. They're not billionaires without Ray J. There's no way. He deserves unlimited pussy. <laughs> From them? From them. <laughs> From them. <laughs> And if I was Ray J, I'd make Chris give it to me. <laughs> I knew you was gonna get at that. I swear to God, Chris. <laughs> is it is it bad that before I move on, I'm gonna highlight Chris probably has the best pussy in that family. Yeah, besides can, Courtney, maybe you can ask uh, Corey Gimmel. He'll let you. Yeah, it's Drake. Oh yeah, for sure. Drake. Now, that's how you know too. Drake had the pick of the litter, and he chose mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> That should just answer the question. Everybody know what's up with Chris. <laughs> OJ knew what was up with Damn, Chris. Damn, I was just about to say ask OJ. I swear I was about Ask to say o- OJ. Mm-hmm. Drilled that. Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have used that. Yeah, I- I'm crazy. sorry. <laughs> I need to stop using porn terms on this podcast. <laughs> you got to know a nigga's just straight nasty if he used the word drilled when he talks about sex. You know he watches porn. Drilled. God, what's wrong with me? Come on, bro. You crazy. I know, bro. I'm out of line. House party. LeBron's new house party is out. Yeah, opened up in theaters uh, just this past week, right? Yeah, opened up on Friday. Okay. Uh, We watched the trailer um, pre-production. It actually looks kind of funny. It's starring, uh, what's his name? Um, Jacob Lattimore? uh, Yeah, Jacob Lattimore. You guys know him as uh, Emmett from The Shy. Right, right. So, I mean, it looks like it's going to be funny. Uh, a lot of notable people in the movie: Lil Wayne, Anthony Davis, uh, Snoop. Snoop is in there. LeBron is in there. Obviously, um, it's where you know his company, him and Maverick Carter, Spring Hill Company, I believe. Yes. Uh, but it looks funny, man. I'm I'm gonna probably try to check this out. It, it looks hilarious. I ain't gonna lie. I uh I intended on going. We were done with Pyden, but Pyden gets late sometimes. So I probably uh I'll hit that sometime over this week. Okay. Or over this weekend. For sure. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be good. Definitely gonna have to check it out just to you know. House Party is just one of those series. Obviously, this is going to be uh, completely different from the the original House Party. Of course, um, you can expect Kid and Play to make an appearance they somewhere. Got, they got to come. They got to be yeah, in it. It's got to be in there. But no, shout out to them. Uh, Spring Hill, once again, the whole team. They're doing a great job over there. They produce good movies. So that's another reason why. They produce high quality movies. Yeah, yes. That's another reason why Like I expect this to be good. But I also want to check it out for myself because everything that they've done in the past has been high quality, like you said. And the same way on some Adam Sandler shit. The, the actors within the Spring Hill Productions, they stick together. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure of his name, but you know the short, um, the short hair, the redhead guy that was at the door during the trailer, white male? 
He was asking, like, have you oh, seen LeBron? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't think He's of in name. a lot of those movies. I'm, he might be in Space Jam, and I don't know if you can remember the movie way back. It's probably almost 10 years ago that LeBron did with Amy Schumer back in the day. I think, I think I he's in that movie, too. Okay. You can kind of start to see familiar faces in LeBron producted uh, or productions. Okay. Um, and I fuck with that. You got to yeah. take care of your people. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing this movie. I'm looking forward to comparing this to the other house parties because mm-hmm. that's what the fuck I do. It better at least be better than the house party with Marcus Houston. <laughs> Marcus Houston. If it's not better than Marcus Houston house party, then we got a problem. Nah, yeah, I think they're going to beat that one. <clears throat> All right, man. You will hope. Do we have more to talk about? One more topic, man. We wanted to get into uh, Ennis Cantor, Ennis Freedom. Ennis Cantor Freedom. Yeah, man. So this is a guy, you know, a former NBA player. He changed his name recently in 2021. He became a U.S. citizen. Uh, but this guy has a bounty on his head. A former NBA player has a bounty on his head. I don't think I've ever heard that before. He has a tur- uh, a Turkish bounty on his head yeah. for an American equivalent of $500,000. It's more than a million dollars uh, over there in Turkey. 10 billion. I mean, 10 million. Fuck. Yeah, but, you know, to our dollar, only 500000 But, uh, But, yeah, it's been, the bounty's been placed on its head from the government for information leading to his capture. Uh, he said he found out about it one week ago. Uh, this is a guy, he's also on their most wanted terrorist list. And we're talking about a guy that went number three in 2011. First round Number three. It's crazy. But uh, in this canter, let's just give a little bit more background about why this is the case. Um, so when he was in the NBA the last season, 2020 and going into 2021, uh, he was making a lot of comments, man. A lot. No, of, he played into last season, 2022. He really? played the 21-22 season oh, okay, with Boston. Cool, cool, for sure. But uh, he was making a lot of comments specifically targeted at, uh, you know, specific governments, the Chinese government mm-hmm. in he particular. Was. Um, just saying a lot of just comments where, you know, you just got to trade lightly just because the NBA has a huge relationship with the nation of China, but just a lot of, uh, we, we watched the yeah, video. They have China's connections. Yeah. The we, NBA specifically. Yeah, bro. A lot of owners have businesses, joint venture businesses in China. Like you got to trade lightly when you're talking about the Chinese government. We found out amongst the entire NBA, um, and owners, they have over a billion dollars invested into China. Yeah, that's... That's crazy to think about, but uh, you know, he said some shit about China, like we said. So he believes the NBA has blackballed him, but alongside with that, he's spoken out on the Turkish government, and this is his home country. He was he wasn't born in Turkey, but he was raised in Turkey, so his own country has a bounty on his head. I'm like, bro, I've never heard anything like that. I'm just gonna read a portion of what I'm saying. Former NBA center and his cancer freedom has a bounty put on uh has had a bounty put on him by the Turkish president, I'm not going to say his name, uh, worth up to $10 million or about $500,000 in America. Freedom is on the country's 2023 most wanted terrorist list, as he's been famously outspoken regarding uh, Turkey's human rights abuses through blah, blah, blah's government. He told the New York Post that he found out about his bounty about a week ago. Before the bounty, Turkish intelligence were after the people on the list, but now everyone is after them because they want the money. Um, Ennis told everybody. On top of that, like you said, <clears throat> he said that he's going he's gonna to sue the NBA, which he thinks he's blackballed from. He's just waiting for the right time. There's not going to be a right time. Uh, bro, better be careful. I'm just going to say that. I've never. Yeah. That's that's scary, bro. Yeah. Bounties on your head from different countries and they looking for you and things like that. Uh, I wanted to get to this. So the 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 governor who, who's ever in charge over there, 
uh, Ennis Cantor had called him a dictator. They say he stepped on a photo of him at a protest. The president, his name's Tayyip er- Erdogan. Then they say he even dubbed him the Hitler of our century. Hmm. This nigga. Well, I mean, if you play somebody that's not technically a terrorist on the most wanted list for terrorism, uh-huh. you put somebody that's not a physical threat, you put a bounty on their head. That's just scary, bro. A bounty. That's scary. That's what I'm saying. Like, there is a price. <laughs> it's a price. Niggas could pick up a half a million dollars in the land of the free uh-huh. on your ass. That's a lot of money anywhere else. Right, like you, you can live for the rest of your life in in pretty much any other country besides Dubai or fucking Bali with that shit, yep. or f- anywhere in the French Polynesia. <clears throat> it, it's just with the type of stuff that he's saying, and he's not backing down. He needs to find a quiet country to stay in and shut the fuck up. It's crazy. He over here. I know. He's in Washington State, they say. But he said that he's protected 24-7. He got people around him. But, I mean, hey, bro, bounties. (laughs) My my thing is. Bounties could go either way. Yeah, I understand the bounty. But the way he's using his mouth and the the type of things like the sneakers that he was protesting with that everybody was telling him to stop and he didn't stop. Now, I'm all for a nigga standing standing 10 toes down on his two feet and he's not picking his feet up out of the sand. However, he can have as many people around him as he wants. If if the right people want to put something in that food that comes to your hotel door and, and end all of that shit and just say that it was a fentanyl overdose. <laughs> you you hey, can, this is the place to do it, the United States. You, oh, you get that shit done easily. Oh my gosh. If they want to get you the fuck out of here, yeah. you'll get the fuck out of here. Especially with that tag, like you said, they'll make that that'll be the autopsy report so fast. Fentanyl. You know how it's rising. They will just sprinkle fentanyl over his face. <laughs> like, well, I guess the fentanyl got him. He had five grams of milligram or five. What is it? It was. They said two will kill you. He had five milligrams of fentanyl on him. Yeah, man. <sighs> I, Niggas got to stay prayed up, bro. Ennis. Ennis is not Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. You got to be Kyrie Irving to do what he's doing. To get away with this shit. This is how niggas end up dead. I'm not even trying to, like, I'm always, I say this every pod, I'm not trying to be the conspiracy guy. Fuck it. I am trying to be the conspiracy guy, and I'm never going to say that I'm not trying to be that again, because I am the conspiracy guy. This is how niggas end up dead. Facts. You uh, you bought off more than you can chew. Kyrie, that really couldn't happen for Kyrie, because there were too many eyes on Kyrie. He was so big mm. that everybody gives a fuck about Kyrie. Not everyone gives a fuck about Ennis Cancer Freedom. Most niggas don't even know who the fuck that is. Right. If you're not a student of the game, you for sure don't know. Even though this guy played 11 years, was on yes. you know, some great teams, was a great contributor to Absolutely. those teams as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, bro, somebody like him, you're not all-star caliber. You know what I'm saying? You're not a generational talent. You're not a household name. Yeah, bro. So like shit could get tricky. You could end up missing. Unfortunately. You can end up dead. <laughs> <laughs> missing missing is the least of his worries. Kanye West was missing. That nigga's married now. Allegedly. Right. He would love to be missing. Right, bro, for sure. That nigga better get in the wind though. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Uh, um I wish the best for Ennis Cancer Freedom. I wish the best for anybody that's that's speaking their truth. Um and they standing ten toes down. Great. But um you just gotta do what's best for your own safety and health. I don't have too much more in this. That's it. All right, man. I don't think we have any more topics. 
That was it. That was episode 204 of the Rise and Grind podcast. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. It's your boy, Roderick. Yes, sir. Jakari, we out. All right, man. Let's go. Still out here popping their boxes. Kids out here smoking weed, listen to rap. They get easy. Oh, See me in French? We go back like Cocaine City DVDs. The come up was crazy. Don't get smacked trying to fuck with us. Fuck with me, baby. It ain't easy, I'm going easy. Fuck with me, baby. Life is hard till death and take it easy Check the penthouse where the dike menu ain't see these heights Smell strong, you gotta double back and seal it twice My drop cost two planes, I'm Biggie with two canes My block like Ukraine, my ops with Hussein Underground, I bag brown, opened up new lanes Carton Hines, Pee Wee Kirkland, legend in two games She pop pills and she swallow, I'm in her DM like Lotto Black future, the model Hard act to follow The word of Ross, let that beef in My bitch like Angelina for the weekend We get it by the deep end Top of the engine glass She keep the burning stash My nerves is bad, I ain't rock Louis since Virgil passed From the mud to the world is ours Ten mil plus in cars, wine like Russians are Your favorite rapper present charge They was bougie at the top So we met him at the bottom like the letter V There's that longevity, baby it ain't easy, I'm gone easy. Fuck with me, baby. Life is hard till death and take it easy. Yeah. You ain't talking money, speaking paper. I don't need a lecture. Two chicks, black and white, yin and yang.